0: lucas and
1: i am jeff banson and we have a very special guest beneath us today uh, for those of you watching us on youtube and her name is donna schmidt and she uh, is the founder of maggie's mission which is a uh, a charity that uh, has popped up right here on long island donna thank you so much for joining us today
2: thank you for having me
1: of course so why don't you start off by uh telling Uh, everybody listening a little bit about uh, how this came to be and by the way I just want to say that I came across Donna's uh, video Newsday's Faces of Long Island had uh, done a spotlight on uh, Maggie's mission and I saw it and I was actually in the airport at the time I probably (laughs) I think I was wearing sunglasses which is a good thing because I started tearing up um on the airport line right the tsa check-in i'm like i need to i need to put this put the phone down and go through this and watch it watch the rest after but uh it was just such a heart touching story uh, i thought we needed to bring you on the pocket so why don't you tell us a little bit about
2: it? yeah thank you for having me on um we we live in greenland and i have two children my son uh stephen is 24 and my daughter maggie would would have been 22. but um in Uh, August of 2016. Maggie was 16 years old. She was born April 19, 2000. She um, suddenly got sick. She um, didn't feel well. And so uh, it started a long journey um, of like, you know, her going undiagnosed uh, for cancer. She was diagnosed in September with cancer uh, of 2016. And um, Maggie was diagnosed with a very rare and aggressive cancer called malignant rhabdoid tumors. And by the time they found the cancer, we were told it was stage four and um, that they, they couldn't help Maggie. They could extend her life by trying chemo, but they couldn't save her. And so Maggie was subject to, you know, we did, we did try to save her life through chemotherapy and surgeries. She went through four, four major surgeries when she was sick. And um, anyway, Maggie was um, loved children, like uh, babies and little kids. She was always like playing with dolls and playing with like anybody who had younger siblings. Maggie was there playing with them. And before Maggie died, she asked us to help other children suffering um, from cancer because she saw and we saw a lot of suffering on the ninth floor um, of Memorial Sloan Kettering, which is where she was treated when we we tried to save her. And um, Maggie's mission is a pediatric cancer nonprofit. We raise awareness of the problems of pediatric cancers because a lot of times pediatric cancers aren't caught in time uh, to save the life of these children. We fundraise to fund research to find cures because the the treatment options out there are very uh, outdated, and there's a there's um like the pediatric cancers get very little in the way of funding for finding cures, and we also feed families at the Ronald McDonald House in New York City where we were guests once. She she was treated at Memorial Sloan Kettering, so that's where right. we we stayed in the city a lot, and right, right. we we had meals at the Ronald McDonald House often because you know you could imagine if you're stuck in the hospital for weeks on on end that it's very expensive, so.
1: I I, I know um, it's a great uh, thing that they do. I actually, it's another story, but my family uh, actually stayed at the Ron McDonald House once, and it was it, it was amazing how hospitable they were. And, you know, when you're just not, the, the last thing you're thinking about is taking care of yourself, they're taking care of you. So that's such a great thing they do. And I'm, I'm glad they were able to keep your family company while you were there uh, and c- keep yeah. them comfortable and fed. Um, so. Uh, how many, let's, let's go back a little bit here. How old again was, was Maggie when she started feeling ill?
2: Um, so she was 16. So Um, she's in high school. She's in high school. She's, we were, uh, we live in Greenland. She's a Harborfield student. And, um, she just texted me one day, uh, to tell me that she wasn't feeling well. And I was really out of character for her because, um, she really like as a child and growing up, she was never really sick. You know, she didn't, she didn't get like, we'd, you know, there'd be a stomach bug going around the house or the flu going around the house. And Maggie, Maggie somehow avoided that. And for her to text me and say that she wasn't feeling well, was like a red flag for me. But unfortunately um, we, I went up to, I was, my husband and my son were out in Utah. Um, they were actually on a backpacking trip, to, you know, camping, um, hiking, hiking, I forget there's some peak out there in Utah that they were hiking and Maggie didn't want to go, which was also another sign, which was unlike her. She was pretty adventurous, but she didn't want to go on the trip. I mean, had, had she gone on that trip, she would have died uh, a lot sooner. She would have died probably that night of August 10th because Maggie had, uh, what they thought was a cyst on her ovary that burst. And the pain that she was feeling was from, uh, she was bleeding internally. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. So she, if she'd gone on that trip, she would have died. Right. She would have died that night because we're far away from anything, any kind of help.
1: Right.
0: Uh, Donna, I'm so sorry. Uh, You know, there's no words that, you know, we can say to put into words of what it is to lose a child. And Maggie seems like the beautiful young girl who had so much ahead of her. And as a mom, how do you how do you, people look at you now and they say, wow, she's so strong and I can't believe she's doing all this. So how, how do you do it?
2: You know, um, I know I'm not alone in, in doing what we're doing, like in, in, in honoring her life by helping others and giving back. And I think it's actually a really therapeutic way for parents to deal with the loss of a child is to, instead of just, you know, crawling into bed, which is, you know, sometimes there's days where, you know, I feel like I call it like hitting a wall where like I can't function. Cause I'm so sad from the grief of losing her. But I, I feel like um, this is something that parents do is like there's some way to honor their child and to sort of make sense of something that doesn't make sense is by honoring their spirit by helping others and giving back.
0: I know I, you, it's amazing. I, sorry to interrupt. You, no, Jeff, no, go ahead. I, was, I know you were saying, you know, obviously you, helping pediatric cancer was there something about your process with maggie and what she went through that now you specifically want to change or focus on you know so other families don't go through kind of what you you went through i don't know is there you know what i mean
2: there's actually quite a few things first of all is the, the need for more funding for for uh to find you know medicines that work for for cures for pediatric cancers. there has been a lot of clinical trials for adults that have been passed over the past couple of years, but not a lot for children. So that's uh, the funding of the research is one thing. Uh, Spread awareness, you you hear it a lot for pediatric cancers and that's because um, a lot of times parents are ignored when they bring their child to the doctor and say, you know, something's going on, they're complaining of headaches, they're complaining of this. They're kind of like, they're turned away a lot because nobody expects a child to, to have cancer. But it, yeah, obviously, in our case, we went through it. So we've seen it. And then uh, continue to see it a lot. So that's, that's another thing. And then there's also a lot for the future of Maggie's mission that I see happening. Um, I want to talk about something specifically, end of life care, for, for young children and young adults facing a cancer, a terminal cancer like Maggie did. It was very, very difficult for us as parents going through the hospice um, situation. Maggie wanted to stay home. And uh, we I found that during the pa- the last two months of her life, after we were told that like, you know, the chemo wasn't working, the surgeries, obviously they didn't work. And that, you know, we would have to face the fact that she was dying there wasn't a lot of support that was geared towards helping us deal with her wanting to die at home. So, you know, like we had to fight for medicines for Maggie um, to get them through her port. She had a port put in where everything was done through the port. Medicines were administered that way because she couldn't swallow pills. So there was a lot of like for the past, for the last two months of her life I had to fight for a lot of things for Maggie. So it's one thing I'd like to see change locally, you know, on Long Island is maybe um, have some sort of hospice facility for parents who maybe wish to uh, be in, in hospice, but then also have a team of people from that place be able to like social workers, psychologists, nurses, doctors that really, really work as a team together to make that transition as easy as possible on a family.
0: Because when you think hospice, you think elderly people.
2: Elderly. And it's exactly what it is. I mean, uh, we all know, I mean, cancer affects people of all ages.
0: Exactly. So
2: there are, there are young parents who are, you know, unfortunately passing from this disease. Um, but I think it's, it's just a little bit different for a teenager just, and in our, in my, in our personal experience, we had a a very hard time for the last two months of our life and it would be hard anyway, don't get, don't get me wrong. And the people did try, but it was just like, I feel like, you know, there could be a dedicated hospice facility, or maybe it's a wing of a hospice somewhere on Long Island that maybe is better geared towards helping and making that transition just easier. And there's one other thing I want to talk about quickly too. So right now, because you know, we, we've helped families not only locally when a child is diagnosed, but nationally. And there is a mom right now who's going through facing her son's death. He's 19. He has ewing sarcoma. And she was told recently that you know that there was nothing more they could do. And we've helped the family. Um, we sent them on a trip to Disney because make a wish goes away when young adults turn 18. So we sent them on a trip to Florida, you know, the family, you know, that's just, we do a lot of things as Maggie's mission, but that was one thing. And so she's been reaching out to me. She's been calling me, you know, every evening for support. So another thing that I would like to see happen nationally is maybe some sort of hotline for parents who have, um, you know, recently diagnosed children, children in treatment, and then maybe, you know, children that, you know, while we ultimately, we want cures for these, this disease, right? Um, For when that doesn't happen or until then, we want to offer support nationally for families going through what we went through.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine the, you know, the suddenness and how everything happened so quickly, you know, plays into what is an already, tough situation. Um, but Donna, we, we, uh, I mean, I think it's amazing, uh, As someone who has had some, uh, you know, my family has gone through some, some of the trials and tribulations that come along with having, uh, a, you know, an ill kid. Uh, I think it's, it's just so unfair when I think about it, like, you know, for kids to have to go through this and have to experience these things, you know, it, it's, it's just so, it's so tough and so heart wrenching. Um, and I think the thing that stands out to me is that with Maggie, you know, in her, in her time of greatest need and in the most dire and desperate situation, she reaches out to you to say, I want you to help other people to look forward like that and to have the courage to start being selfless and thinking about others, I think is just such an amazing thing. And, and I think it's great what you're doing. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit. I know you have an event coming up that uh, about the about the cause. that's very uh, important. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about that?
2: Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to share it's, um, So we, after Maggie passed away, it was June 1st of 2017. It happened to fall on the day of uh, my brother, Michael, who she was very close to and his wife, Alicia's wedding day. We, and I did not make the connection on that day, obviously I wasn't thinking straight. Um, so four years prior, Maggie was in their wedding party and it was in Montauk and we Maggie passed on June 1st of 2017. And by September 29th of 2017, we were a fully functioning nonprofit, 501c3 status. We we really like it happened very organically and it just came together. Um and I feel I always say that I feel like Maggie was part of that, you know, some on some other realm, helping to make things happen. Anyway. The first year that Maggie passed away, on June 1st, it was 20, 2018, we held our Angelversary Gala. So we call it the Angelversary Gala because it's always held around the time of year that Maggie died. And everyone wears white to the event. This year, we haven't been able to host the event for the past two years for COVID. But this year, the event is on Friday, it's June 3rd. It's from 6 to 10pm, it's at the Vanderbilt Museum, they've been really great partners. To us, they're in, you know in Suffolk County in Centerport, and they've been wonderful to our organization. It's a beautiful space and place, and we're we're still selling tickets for that event. So it's Friday, June third, twenty twenty two, and at the Vanderbilt Museum, you could go online at Maggie'sMission.org and follow the links to buy tickets. We'd love to have um, as many people there as we can. It's an open air tent. So we have, you know, it's it's nice because it's outside overlooking the Long Island Sound. So it's beautiful. And uh, we'll have cocktails in the courtyard, which is really, you know, a beautiful space. The whole place is just magical. And I want to say it's actually where Maggie would have had her prom pictures taken if she had lived and made it to 12th grade, but she didn't, so. So it's like a special sort of way to honor her. And and um, while it's a very sad event for us, we try to make it a celebration of her life because um, obviously we don't want people to be sad. You know, I mean, they're coming together to support us. So we have cocktails in the courtyard, we go into the tent, we'll have a champagne toast. We'll have, actually we'll have a local speaker, a young girl who has, um, her name is Jamie Reed. She, had, um, she has osteosarcoma, which is a bone cancer. She was diagnosed shortly before Maggie was. She's a Harborfield student or, or uh, she was a Harborfield student. Now she's in college studying to become a nurse. She's going to be speaking at the event. We'll have Dr. Alex Kensis from Memorial Sloan Kettering, who heads the research that we fund. He'll be there and will give us a short video presentation champagne toast to Maggie and all the children who have been affected by pediatric cancer because Maggie loves champagne and then it's just dinner dancing and raffles silent auction and um just fun (laughs) I know it sounds hard to believe but we we try to make it like I said a celebration
0: rather than a sad occasion and i think that's how maggie would want it too. exactly how she would want it yeah. i'm
1: sure she's gonna be there that night for her prom picture we just I, not maybe may not be able to see her but she's gonna be there I know so. she will
0: be. Thank yeah. You.
1: yeah of yeah. course
0: and then if people you know obviously if anybody who wants to buy those tickets go to the website but i'm sure you also ha- maybe have a link there if people can't attend but they can donate just to the cause in general right yeah um, yeah
2: actually they can text on um, I think um, Maggie, all uppercase, to 91999, I believe. Or donate through our website. We have, you know, um, donation buttons
1: there. All right, Don- hey, Donna great. Donna Schmidt, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this. And uh, we are hoping that we can up that turnout for June 3rd at the Vanderbilt Museum. It's going to yeah. be an amazing, amazing event. It's a beautiful area. Uh, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, do so, definitely. And again, it's maggiesmission.org, correct?
2: You're right. Thank
1: you. All right. All right, Donna. Thank you so much for joining the uh, weekend. We are uh, going to continue on here, just Jackie and myself. And uh, we're going to uh, uh, Jackie. I mean, tremendous, just tremendous or some for, for, for a kid who is, you know, in a, in a grave situation like that and, and, and wants to wants to help other people. I mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, I could sort of imagine because I was in a not so dire situation but it was uh you know it, it's it's still very tough and it's so tough on the family so for for Donna and and the and the rest of the family to be able to um to be able to join together and 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 carry the light on I just I mean it speaks to uh, we say strong island a lot that that really gives you the feeling of strong island
0: <laughs> yeah certainly I mean she Turn such a tragedy into something that can carry Maggie's name on forever and the mission, and to be able to help others. And she had some really great ideas of how to support families and they seem so simple and it's like why aren't these things in place already? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And that's kind of what I was thinking when she was saying like, why not have a hospice that's towards kids to maybe make it not so intimidating and it's more um maybe like cartoon. Right, rather than
1: keeping them in the in the pediatric ward or you know yeah, just, uh, or, to, or to, just to, to just give a, them the best possible you know way to go about this is no good way to go about it but to make it as good as it can be not only for them but for the family because i'm sure as as a as you know mom and dad you don't want to have to be spending the last hours in this hospital ward you know you'd rather be spending it with them in in a in a you know i guess less I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is less uh, dire environment or less, uh, yeah, like you know, difficult environment.
0: Like, a, you think of a hospital, it's kind of cold, you know what I mean? It's a medical yeah. environment and it's right. intimidating, it's a scary, and that's not what kids A, should ever really have to deal with, or B, then let alone be dying from cancer and you know, have yeah. to feel that way. So, um, it, it was wonderful to have Donna on. We. Can't wait to hear more about it and support her.
1: Yeah, and um, I told appreciate- her if. Oh yeah, I, I was just gonna say I told her if we can sell a couple of extra tickets by having you on on the weekend, it would be more than worth it. So yeah,
0: or maybe there's a family out there that doesn't have support and doesn't know where to look for, for support and maybe they're listening and they can reach out to Maggie's mission and get the help, you know, that they, and the support they need. So that would make my heart really happy if, you know, we're we're doing this podcast for good, you know, for good things to happen. And, you know, that's right.
1: That's right. Um,
0: All right. Well,
1: yeah, I guess, uh, I guess we, we can wrap things up on that note. Um, it, uh, I know this was not the, the typical, Jackie and Jeff having you know a blast as always kind of an episode but I think I think it was important and uh, it was so nice to have Donna on and, and talking about this really important uh, cause and this uh, th- this new and growing charity that we here have right here uh, in the center of Long Island and uh, we hope uh, nothing for, but the best for them and uh, we'll be back next week we have some more guests I know uh, Jackie has some people that we're going to be bringing on the show here in the next couple of weeks and uh looking forward to it jackie
0: all right so for now though everybody enjoy the freaking weekend we appreciate it. don't forget to like subscribe and comment and let us know what you think about this episode
1: and don't forget it's Maggie'sMission.org. hopefully you can support in any way you can thanks so much everybody have a great weekend